Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Beach and company. Stop flipping around the dial. Beach and company. And let's hit the beach for a while. Beach and company. The all-around talk of the town. Beach and company. They'll pick you right up when you're down. Beach and company. Sandy's on the Is loud. News Talk 930 presents to you now, Sandy Beach and Company. Hello, hello, hello. It is Beach and Company, and I'm Sandy Beach. Got a lot to talk about today, uh, including um, uh, they were talking about masks earlier on the uh, on the news portion of the early morning show, WBEN. And uh, they said, well, there's cloth masks, and then there's knit masks. Who would think that a knit mask would be a good idea? Uh, it, certainly, it's designed so that if you go, I'll sneeze a Rooney, uh, the, na- the people around you don't run for the hills, okay? But that doesn't happen with me. As a matter of fact, for my wedding, uh, which is coming up in a short amount of time, I want to make sure nobody's nervous. I'm uh, Tony, I am, I am wearing... A diving bell hat. <laughs> you really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen it, one of those in a while. <laughs> it's metal. It has a hose coming out of it, it, just in case I get, you know, lightheaded during the ceremony. Sure. And it has a little window. Uh, the judge, Judge Wolfgang, can uh, uh, decide that she wants me to open the little window so I can see and hear what she's saying, and then I can close it again as soon as it's over. And then mingle with the guests wearing a diving bell helmet. I think people will feel very comfortable. It'd be neat. Yeah, that's a, that's a good, <laughs> certainly better than a knit mask. Hopefully, who it's not too that, warm. Yeah, who thinks a knit mask is a good idea? That's silly. Yeah, it really is. Now, uh, meanwhile, Tony, um, I, I didn't know you had a criminal record, Tony, but you said you had a hearing yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of hearing did you have? Actually, I, I had a checkup at Hearing Evaluation Services. Thanks to uh, COVID, uh, I've been away for, I think, six or seven months. I haven't been able to uh, go in. So saw Dr. Joe Bernstein, looked at my ears, says everything looks great. The hearing aids are working fantastic. Uh, so uh, really neat. In fact, I won't have to see her again until January. Well, that's good. That's good. Very good. I went to uh, my doctor. This was my pain doctor. I have to go every um, uh, every once in a while. If they're on regular basis, they check up on me, and they always ask for a sample. You know, a sample. So I brought her a little piece of wedding cake. There you go. I said, "You wanted a sample. This is what we're all talking about. Yeah, is this fabulous wedding cake for uh, coming from Olson's? It uh, feeds like 125 people." I think that's the that's the re, that's the real number, and we're not having nearly that. I can tell you that's going to be very small. Uh, but anyway, a lot of stuff going on. I, I don't know why I'm fatigued today. Are you fatigued? I'm I think kind it's so- of wiped out completely. I yeah, don't know what yeah. it is. Me too. And normally, once that theme comes on, boom, I'm ready to go. Uh, but uh, today, not so much. I, I don't know what it is. Maybe but it's, it's the something. rain. 
Uh, and by the way, you know, I think I'm retiring at the right time uh, because, uh, you know, every day when we come up with subject matter, we got to come up with something people want to talk about, people are willing to talk about it, and uh, other people are willing to listen to people talking about it. Uh, and I'm thinking this this virus thing, uh, and who knows, maybe the violence thing. First of all, I thought of calling them the V&V. Uh, you you know, when we can, we make things uh, and, and initial them. The V and V, virus and violence, see? Uh, and I'm thinking as I'm getting ready to do the show, this thing could go on for years. It could go on for at least a year. And, and how could you, if you're like when David Bellavia takes over the show, uh, I'm sure he'll have some different approaches to things that, that, uh, that are out there. Uh, but how do you just ignore it? I don't think you can ignore it. So it's going to have to be part of an ongoing process of keeping you informed. But I'm thinking if you have to face this every day, I, I'm really uh, I'm tired of it. I'm sick of it, to be honest with you. And I think a lot of people are. Uh, we've been doing this now since, what, about February, something like that. And so that's February, March, April, May, June, July, five months. That's only five months. And as a, the president said yesterday, it could get worse before it gets better. That's not good. That's not good. And I see there's little, uh, spring, uh, little spots of rebellion coming up from the populace. Uh, gym, the gym owners in New Jersey are holding out. They think the governor's a nut job. On the violence side, there's uh, still um, 50-some-odd days of, of violence in Portland and uh, some egghead, bonehead mayors and egghead, bonehead governors, stuff like that, all political. So I think uh, if you've got to step away from a job like this, this is the time to do it. <laughs> and uh, one thing, David will uh, start off with a fresh start. Not only does he have his... His uh, military experience, uh, which is fascinating. I hope I hope he does. Um, I hope he does a lot of things related to the book because uh, the book is unbelievable. I mean, uh, after you read the book, you're going to be thinking, "Wait a minute, I was in line next to the coffee machine with this guy." Yikes! Yikes! And uh, but he's a very interesting guy, so he'll have that. But then he eventually is going to have to come back to some of this, and uh, I don't know. Uh, t uh, Tony and Buzzy, you think you can talk them out of doing more of this? You know, uh, I have no idea what he's going to do. He ran a couple of ideas by me, and uh, we'll see. I mean, he's going to have his own way of doing things, and uh, there's certainly going to be no shortage of topics. And if you really think about it, Sandy, you talk about the violence, uh, I think we're going to see even more of it after Donald Trump wins re-election. I do, too. Virus and violence, V and V. I think that's coming up. I think the virus part might go away before. Definitely the vi uh, virus will go away before the violence. Now, okay. Now, I'm going to give you guys a, a little heads up here uh, regarding working with David as opposed to working with me. Okay? Working with me, say you make a mistake. All right? Well, you know, I I'll say simply, that's okay, guys. Let's still have... A cup of coffee and a piece of wedding cake. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Now, if you make a mistake with David, he's liable to say, I'll kill you! I slit your throat! 
<laughs> oh, man. So be careful. Be careful. Well, All I right? mean, you're talking about the team that never makes mistakes. So, Ooh, Well, that's yeah, true. That's right. This is more of an incentive than you've ever had before. Uh, no, you guys don't make many mistakes. You really don't. Uh, and I think after I make my first mistake, I'll admit it. <laughs> <laughs> that's the kind of guy I am. Right, let's you're take a, a pro. <laughs> you got it, baby. Uh, News Radio 930 WBN. Thanks to Lauren Fix, the car coach, yesterday. We were full tilt boogie calls uh, uh, every every which way but loose uh, emails and texts and uh, Facebooks and all kinds of good stuff. Lots of good calls, lots of good uh, questions. So thanks to uh, Lauren Fix uh, over the years. She's been a, a regular contributor to the show and always added a lot. Uh, so uh, uh, that's very nice. And now I'll probably be having coffee with her, but I won't be asking her the questions on the air. All right, let's see what's going on. Uh, what's what's new with you guys? Um, Nick's birthday is over now. He's a full 13. Yeah, the big has he, teenager. Has he changed yet? Is he uh, wearing a pack of cigarettes in his sleeve? <laughs> Rolled up in the sleeve like yeah. Bowser from Shanana. Yeah, and says, you want to you wanna, uh, go for pinks <laughs> on Niagara Falls Boulevard? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! But now Samantha's already starting. She wants to put her uh, birthday list together, and you know she's good luck to her. A little jealous good. of Nick having his. So good luck her. with her. Mm-hmm. That's all I can. Say. I have my hands full, Sandy. Oh and no! By the way, kidding. anytime you and Bernie want to babysit, you're more than welcome. Gee, Bernie and I would love to babysit your children, <laughs> but we have other things to do. I think the sewers backed up. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> I want to work on that. Uh, but right after that, uh, don't call me. Uh, no, it'll it'll, uh, it'll be interesting for you. It won't be boring. Will no. not be boring. Meanwhile, on another aspect of uh, Buzzy Beamer, Buzzy, you're uh, practicing for another 5K. Yeah, I got a 5K tomorrow in Lockport. It'll probably be a muddy trail run, but looking forward to that. Again, it's social distance. They're doing the run. Uh, they're letting the runners start every 30 seconds. So you're not starting right on top of each other like a normal race. Uh, so it's all chip time, not gun time. So looking forward to that. Also, two days from today, the Mets open their season. I'm very much looking forward to that. Okay. Uh, well, you know, in horse racing, because I watch horse racing, uh, they're, uh, they're in Saratoga now, which is the gem of tracks. Everybody loves to go to Saratoga. It's got such class and such history uh but when when it rains a little they uh they change the condition of the track it can go for you know to muddy from uh, dry and whatever Uh, do they have track conditions when you're running or you just take what's there when you get there you take what's there as soon as you get there so with all the run uh, run with all the rain today and tomorrow morning uh yeah we are probably probably looking at a Muddy trail runs, so that 27-minute 5K from two weeks ago, or I'm sorry, less than that, two weeks ago will probably uh, not stand this time around. Your girlfriend, does she run with you? She does not. She goes to the runs. Uh, She's very supportive, um, and she's always waiting for, well, at the last one, she was waiting for me. So I like that because before the last one, I never had anyone come to the runs to watch me. Well, you used to just chase her. That's (laughs) different than running with her. (laughs) (laughs) Katie is number three. There goes Buzzy. He's after number three. (laughs) By the way, guys, uh, there is a uh, community outreach uh, education and health service uh, 
thing put on by the county this weekend. I, I, I thought you guys would like to know if you're looking for, you know, your standard things like masks and sanitizers, maybe a COVID uh, test kit. You can get that. Oh, as well as Narcan and Narcan training free on the county this weekend. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get married soon and I, I should have some Narcan right next to the cake. That's <laughs> if people get overcome by the cake, I think i got to have a can of Narcan. So, I, I don't know if it comes in a can or a package or whatever. So when uh, you go get your mask, make sure you pick up that free Narcan as well. Yeah, you know, I need I need more information about masks. Are people wearing them? I'm not Gee. sure. What's a mask? I, well, yeah, exactly. I used to go to 5 o'clock mask when I was in <laughs> high school. <laughs> Oh, man, these subjects are, you know, five months of doing basically the same subject. Try it at home. For those of you who think it's easy being a talk show host or it's easy uh, uh, being part of a talk show, period, try doing the same basic subject every day and trying to keep it fresh. It's almost impossible. It really is. Uh, Not to mention how gut-wrenching it is and it it tears you apart mentally. It, it does. Uh, you, you get this feeling in your stomach. Like when I was a disc jockey, uh, which Alan Pergamon pointed out is where I earned my, my three halls of fame. Uh, when I was a disc jockey, going to work, all I had to do was be funny. I think I'm a naturally funny person. So that was easy. You go in, you say, say a few things that make people laugh, you go home. Now you're doing talk and half the audience hates you. And half the audience loves you. You're hoping that the larger of the two pieces loves you. and uh, But it takes a lot out of you because you're talking about human tragedy before our very eyes and the disintegration of our country as we know it. Outside of that, uh, you know, this is, uh, I, I, I'd like to go back to Wegmans. Do you like their rye or their white? Oh, Here. Wegmans rye. Is yeah. one of the best that and their garlic Tuscan bread. Well, just remember, rye rye loaves matter. I love rye bread. Yeah, I like rye bread too, it's especially with fish fry. Mm. Who said we couldn't do this as a show? I'm already I'm already hungry. <laughs> remember, Clip Smith used to do those. Uh, Wegmans or Tops? Uh, uh, which one? Toilet paper, over or under? Yeah, uh, pork or uh, or beef. Which one do you prefer? Uh, those were the tough uh, questions of the day, and now we're talking about human lives every day. And and you turn on the TV and you see the smoke grenades and all that stuff. Yeah, just perfect. What a nice way to start the day. Then smoke you throw grenades. in the, the the lying mainstream media, and it drives you crazy. Uh, yeah, because you know the other side. The other side is never presented on MSNBC or CNN or any of those, uh, if you just watch those, you don't know what the hell's going on. You have no idea. And we try and uh, present as best we can information that isn't presented in a lot of the media. So that's that. And some people even think that uh, this is all shtick and an act. No, it is not an act, <laughs> believe me. You, you couldn't fake it. Uh, I mean, the the most I've ever faked it is my honeymoon night, <laughs> and and so that only lasted five minutes. This has been six six months. Let's let's take a break and return and with it, our actual subjects on News Radio nine thirty. This is W B E N.
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. And we are back with the Beach and Company. I'm Sandy Beach. One thing that happened yesterday happens at all the doctor's uh, uh, offices. I have a, uh, a lot of doctors that I see on a regular basis, and uh, I think it's a federal mandate. They have to, they get a little form at the end of the investigation, whatever they're doing, okay? Doesn't matter what it is. It could be uh, you're having your feet checked, which is one of my doctors, by the way. And it doesn't matter. They'll ask you at the end if you're depressed. And it's, uh, it's meant to find, uh, and may, maybe, you know, for a good reason, it's meant to find uh, whether you're thinking of offing yourself. Well, to be honest with you, I've never thought of offing myself, and I don't now. But for some reason, and it's an irrational reason, and I'll, I'll say it right now, I get angry when they ask about that. So here, they're not looking for anger as a reply to that. Uh, so I always, uh, after I get angry, I always throw a joke in there, and they get what I mean. But uh, guys, do they ask you too at your uh, at your doctor's uh, appointments? Do they whip out that that form, or is it just me? No, no, I've uh, received that uh, with uh, my. Um, we have to do it ours online. Uh, we have a, a chart that we go to, and you know, and every time you have an appointment coming up, you get this questionnaire that you have to fill out. You go through your family history, and suicide and things like that are on there on the questionnaire. Yeah. Now, Buzzy is is a young guy. I don't know if they still do it, at, uh, or if they wait till. You've got reason uh, to uh, to be asked that question. Do you get asked that question too? Well, I know people aren't going to be happy with me uh, when I say what I'm about to say. Uh oh! Get ready, Tony. Do you have the cream pie ready? <laughs> okay. Did somebody Here say pie? Goes. Here, let me finish, Buzzy. Uh, well, Sandy, no, uh, they don't ask me that. Probably it's not necessary. I'm only 31, you know. Oh, no, no of, you'll be even more disappointed. Systems, all of my systems are original equipment. <laughs> you'll, not like you, you old fart. They're going to ask you that every time. <laughs> You're going to be disappointed with what I'm about to say. Besides, uh, no, uh, what a surprise that'll be. Yeah. Besides seeing the dermatologist last week and the dentist the first few weeks of the coronavirus, and seeing ECVA almost all last year because of, uh, of procedures on my eye, I have not been to a doctor's office since 2016. Do you think you'll have to after I run over you with my car? <laughs> well, I, <laughs> then believe you might me, have to go to the doctors. Believe me, there is a, a, someone at home who is pushing very much for me to go and have a, a doctor's checkup. So that'll be happening in the next month. Oh, well, that's good. We want all the best for you. Thank you, Sandy. Even though I am looking at a bigger truck than I already have now, <laughs> just in case you change your mind. Um, I, I often wonder, I should ask them. Uh, I'm not shy. I, I ask questions. I should ask them what they would do if I said yes. Would suddenly, you know, a team of psychiatrists and psychologists overrun the, uh, uh, the viewing room there? Uh, I, I wonder what would happen if you said yes. They, they, something has to happen, or why even bother asking the question? Well, 
can they pass that information on? I thought everything you filled out at the doctors is confidential. HIPAA, the HIPAA laws about confidentiality. But who knows if that's a government form uh, and uh, it's being asked by your doctor. I don't know what requirements your doctor has to keep it to themselves. And if your doctor uh, had nothing to do with mental health, say it is your foot doctor. Very important. Get good health in your feet. Uh, the, the foot doctor is not going to treat you for anxiety. Uh, so they'd have to uh, pass on that information to somebody or something. Otherwise, there'd be no point in asking. I think, you know, what they probably do is pull you aside and talk to you, uh, make arrangements, you know, like, hey, we saw this on your questionnaire. Uh, we'd like to talk to you about this. And, you know, maybe it's through a counselor or somebody. I th- uh, yeah, that could be. Or they can say, uh, you got a few minutes. Hold on just a minute. And the doctor leaves, comes back dressed as a clown. <laughs> he, he said, we sent we sent for a clown to try and perk, perk you up. We noticed you're a little down. No, we'd like to introduce you to our new staff member. This is Dr. Kevorkian. Yeah, oh, that's good. That's real good. Or maybe, No, I don't want to see him. You know we're going to get complaints on this, but by the time they get through our wall, our information wall, it'll end up in Bellavia's lap. It won't be mine. Uh, but or, 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 you know, the doctor leaves and comes back and uh, pretends he's a mime, that, he's, uh, that you're in a glass box and he, and he can't get to you. Fighting the wind. Yeah, the wind. <laughs> The wind is howling, and he's trying desperately to get out of the glass box to try and perk you up. (laughs) He brings a little clown, uh, maybe a puppet, a little clown puppet. That would do it. Uh, Who would not not break out of a a, a downward slump by seeing a a little glass puppet and a mime? Uh, Two of my favorite things. (laughs) <laughs> the lime is more likely for me to ask where the nearest tall building is uh, than anything I can think of. All right, let's see. What do we got here, boys and girls? What do we have? I have the list of the three important questions of the day. So uh, pay attention to this, and I hope you get involved with it. The first one might seem a little redundant because a lot of people are, are asking you about it, but are you wearing a mask Okay, when this first started, say within a month of it starting, uh, I've only been out a few times uh, out of the house and and usually just in the car. Bernadette runs in and does whatever we have to do, and I keep her her company in the car while she's doing the other important issues of the day, okay? And I would guess about less than 50-50 as far as uh, wearing a mask, uh, less than 50%, so... Uh, that's that. Now, I was out yesterday, and uh, and 100%, everybody I saw was wearing a mask. So I think the participation is a lot greater now, but depends on where you're going uh, and, what, and what you see, obviously. But I'm asking, are you wearing a mask? Did you buy it? Did you make it? Uh, Bernadette has made masks for a lot of our friends. Uh, she's very handy with a sewing machine. And so she's whipped up some fabulous masks. And some of them are the American flag, and she's got uh, uh, vistas of America. I mean, really nice. And she did a nice job on them. Uh, but I think most people are wearing them now that I see. But there are always those uh, who uh, want to take a separate stand because of individuality. Remember, high acceptance, high rejection. 
That's why, as a radio personality, a lot of people like you and a lot of people hate you. That's just the way it goes. You might as well get used to it. Uh, but uh, in, in, the general, in the population in general, uh, I'm thinking uh, most people are wearing a mask. And uh, do you say anything to somebody that's not wearing a mask? Now, that's not a good idea because for some reason, people who aren't wearing a mask being uh, called out by people who are wearing a mask doesn't play well. There have been at least uh, two shootings that I'm aware of that started right with that, national. One was a woman who had uh, who uh, confronted somebody not wearing a mask, and, and uh, she got shot. And there was another earlier incident very similar where somebody wearing the mask says, how come you're not wearing a mask? Wear this mask. And the people do not like that. I don't know why it, why it triggers uh, those kind of emotions. That's the first question. Are you wearing a mask? The second question is, are we going to do a stop set before you get to question two? And the answer is yes. So we'll be back right after this. Oh, we found out something, guys, about that depression thing. Somebody texted us. I, I, you know, when, when you get texts, you don't know who's, who's doing it. Could be the head of a department of the government. Could be some nut in the basement eating jello off of his mother's uh, floor. We really don't know. But <laughs> this one says, guess what? When they ask you if you're depressed, if you say yes, guess what happens next? Your pistol permit goes. Ooh, not yeah, good. Yeah, ooh is right. Um, I don't think they give you any indication that that is a, a possible thing because then they think anybody would just lie about it. But I think when you come to that, if you haven't been treated for it, you'd probably lie about it anyway. So I don't know what good it does. Maybe it does well, and I'm sure if, if some agency that treats that um, uh, you know, think uh, takes umbrage with that, you can always let us know. But basically, that's how I feel about that. So the first question, which we just finished asking before the break, are you wearing a mask? And uh, several people, including the lovely Brenda Alessi and the lovely Bernadette Pollock, the bride-to-be, uh, said that um, they both have seen this online. I'd rather wear a mask than a ventilator. Uh, guys, that's pretty strong, don't you think? Um, yeah, if you buy into that, sure. You don't think that's that's a strong motivating factor to uh, flip a ma uh, flip a mask on? No, I'm I'm not a big uh, mask person. I mean, I wear it. Uh, I think again, and I keep saying this over and over. It depends on where you're getting your information from, who you believe. Seen over and over, doctors videos of doctors saying that uh, masks uh, don't they don't protect us as much as we think it does. Well, it may be psychological, but if it protects us at all. I guess I would think it would be worth it. Uh, when I put my mask on, it isn't very often because, as I said, usually I'm just in the car. But if I'm out of the car for any reason, I put my mask on. And it doesn't take long before it's bothersome to me. It's just I'm not used to doing that, and it just doesn't feel right. But I do it. I do it. I'm not going to take any stand against masks. But I do it, and if it helps at all, I guess it's better than, uh, better than not. All right, let's see. The second question. This really bothered me. Uh, I saw several video clips. Saw another one today. Uh, I don't even know which teams it were or which players it were, and it's not important, okay? But now it's, now it's spread to Major League Baseball, MLB. 
players taking a knee during the national anthem. And for some reason, this annoyed me more than football players taking a knee during the national anthem, and I don't know why. I follow football intensely. I don't follow Major League Baseball that much at all, really, truly. How about but the if, fact that one of the players is a Canadian that was oh, taking really? a knee? Yeah. Uh, lovely. But the reason I got angry is, to me, you know, football's football. And, and you see somebody t- uh, taking a knee when that first started. You just think, well, football has a lot of what I would call hot dogs or meat uh, or meatballs or something like that. You got guys who just want to get in front of the camera and do something that's original, so they'll be on the sports center that night, and so they're football players. Okay, big deal. Uh, but I, I follow football intently, so it should have been a bigger deal, but I, oh, big deal. They're always doing crap like that, okay? But for some reason, baseball doing it has bothered me more because I think of baseball as true American. You know what I'm talking about? From the time you grow up, now maybe it's different because from the time I grew up, the National Football League wasn't the monster it is now. It was, uh, in fact, it was uh, a secondary uh, sport to watch. Uh, but now, of course, it's the sport. But for some reason, I thought it was a more of an insult when a baseball player does it because they may have just as many hot dogs or just as many uh, meatballs in the, on their lineup and in their lineup. But I don't know that because I don't follow baseball. But for some reason, that seemed to be more insulting than when the football players did it. Now, you guys can answer me a question. Are there as many jerks, meatballs, uh, hot dogs, whatever expression you want in baseball as there is in football? No, I think you have less of that. You don't, certainly don't have the uh, you know the hot dog showmanship stuff. Uh, yeah. There's occasional bat flipping, things like that. Uh, but no, I don't think you see it like you do in football. Okay, what do you think, Buzz? Same thing? Yeah, it, it, exactly. You know, like Tony said, you'll see the fl- the bat flip every now and then. That's going to get the other team quite uh, ticked off. So no, you don't see it like you do in football. Okay, so my second question: uh, Give me your expression. How you feel about Major League Baseball players taking a knee? I, 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 when I saw it was, was yesterday and today, I said, oh, stop it. Just stop it. We've seen this before. It's not original. So you don't like America. But you sure as hell cash that American paycheck, don't you, when it shows up, especially in baseball or football, any of those pro sports. When you get to that level, that's a large paycheck. You don't go, oh, look at all this money I'm making in America. Boy, do I hate America. That doesn't work for me. You know, you want to step away and say, I don't want to be a part of America, including the entertainment value. I'm giving up my career. Instead, I'm going to work at a fruit stand. Are you going to do that? No, you're not going to do that. So I'm asking how you feel about Major League Baseball players taking a knee. And when we come back, we'll give you another one. Uh, a third question, why there's no end to the entertainment value of this show. On News Radio 930, this is WBEN. Baseball 
is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.